I'm Derek. And I'm the guy with the sinus infection, I guess. And then we're, we're the Tengus. I, I, truth be told, I really didn't think we were going to roll with this. I'm really happy we did. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to do that. But anyway, uh, so it finally happened uh, last night. I Actually, people don't know this, including yourself, but I actually own a monkey's paw. And uh, I was crying to myself to sleep because I was getting terrible frame rate on uh, a game I was playing on my Switch. And I wished to it. I said, monkey's paw, please give me a new Nintendo Switch announcement. Please, please, please. And it, uh, and then I woke up to my friend messaging me like, dude, they, they finally, they're coming out with a new switch. And, you know, I was really happy. I saw the, the finger move down on the monkey's paw. Although oddly enough, it was only the middle finger sticking up now. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, we, there's, a, there's, there's a new, new switch coming out. That's awesome. It's right? not, but we'll get more to that later. But first our sponsor. All right. So. This episode is brought to you by a question that you must actually ask yourself this time. And that can, those, these questions are, are you tired of the typical alarm noises? Are the sounds of sirens numb to you? Do you even notice them anymore? If the answer is no to any of them, then you need to try the new state-of-the-heart home defense alert system, Ridley Raid. Ridley Raid is the only alarm system that screeches at over 100 decibels, blowing the eardrums of the perpetrators while simultaneously alarming your neighbors, your neighbors' neighbors, and every dog in the neighborhood when they hear the shrill of the friendly, screeching space pelican. Get yours today. I, you know, <laughs> I never thought of Ridley as a space pelican, but <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> it's just he's a space pelican. I, That's I, actually I, really funny. Honestly, yeah. I can't take credit for that one. That's That was from some of the commentators that I listened to, uh... On speed gaming from doing well, listening to the Super Metroid uh, randomizer. That's good for them. That's hilarious, huh? But so yeah, uh, yes. No, uh, seriously though, just imagine, just imagine that as your alarm. And I, <laughs> I, 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 everyone hears you going silent, but your I, I heard you coughing from like three rooms over. So yeah, I, I like to, I like to mute my mic when my throat's dying. But uh, yeah, so. All right, let's break it down for a second. Um, this isn't really the pro switch that it was super rumored to be. Right. This is almost like the closest thing to a refresh that I've ever... Closest thing to the word refresh as I've ever seen. Uh, it looks really nice. like the color. I'm going to say that. So, And then the, the praise stops there. I was going to say, I think the color's really tight. And I think the first thing that we need to do is we need to just throw, just, let me just throw the specs out there because for, so the original switch display wise was 6.2 inches LED or LED touchscreen. And the, this one is the seven inch OLED touchscreen, obviously OLED, OLED being an upgrade to that. And now it's the seven inch instead of 6.2 inches, <clears throat> which actually does correlate with, uh, with some of the rumors of like some, and I believe it was, uh, it was also, I think that was with the leak with uh with whatever whatever the guy who got interviewed with, who got interviewed about when, when they found documents of them purchasing stuff for OLED screens and stuff like that. So I think that actually correlates with with uh with that. I wish I could remember that would make a lot more, that would make a lot more sense to you know other people and not just myself. 
<clears throat> resolution is the same. It's still 720, 720p handheld and 1080 docked. That's the same. The storage of the of the Switch OLED doubled, so now they upgraded to a 64 gigabyte uh, versus the Nintendo Switch original, which is at 32 gigabyte. Uh, interesting thing to me, they're both using the Nvidia Tegra X1. That's interesting for me, and I'll and, but I'll I'll go about that more later. Battery life's the same, four four and a half hours, nine hours. Uh, the connectivity is the same, except you know they both use the USB C thirty point five millimeter audio audio uh, headphone or headphone jack and micro SD. The only difference is that the OLED now has a wired LAN connection, which is something that we should have had in the first place, in my opinion. We'll talk about right. that later. Uh, the size. Like literally just, uh, literally just an an eighth of an inch bigger, essentially, and the weight actually is increased in the OLED. Believe it or not, it's. I know, I know you mention all the time that technology gets smaller, but but yeah. uh, but it, it went from a whopping 0.88 pounds to a 0.93 pounds. So that is a bunch of the raw, a bunch of just literally the raw data and the raw specs right there. But it was also confirmed through uh, it wasn't interview, but just questions asked that it still kept the same RAM and CPU. So almost literally, the guts are the same. In fact, the guts are the same. Well, yeah, like even down to the Tegra. <clears throat> right, right. Which uh, <laughs> you know, um, I've had some revelations recently, and like you know what, I don't need a four K switch. That's okay. I just I just want the games to play better. That's all. I want them to be more smooth. You know frame rate drops but this is not what what we needed <laughs> like not by a long shot uh, i'm glad as double the storage even though 64 still isn't enough <clears throat> it, it just isn't that's just not that's not feasible it really isn't a slightly bigger screen that's oled okay that's cool i mean i don't i i, I for me for you to play the game more portably i'm sure that that's a great addition but and, and then lastly the kickstand Cool, you know, like a kick that they originally had was really flimsy, but this, what what part of this justifies fifty extra dollars? You know, like why would why would I, who already has a switch, like trade my switch in for this? You know, <clears throat> honestly, I, I don't like I the way that they probably justify it is uh, it has improved sound. It has improved audio. It has imp- it has the new adjustable stand, and it has the wire. It has the new LAN port, which really just translates to quality of life. To but they, but they replaced the they were they literally got rid of a USB port and replaced it with the LAN port. That's why I mentioned that. So they took away USB for LAN, for for uh, for a dedicated oh, yeah, port. Which right. mind I you, I didn't, I didn't notice that. You're right. And mind you, there's almost there's not that I could do uh, tell on research wise, but if you put a USB adapter for for a LAN, there's virtually no difference when it comes to connectivity, unless the port goes. Right, right. But I, I still I still agree that it should have just had the dedicated you know Ethernet port in the back, like it should have had that to begin with. But it doesn't, and now it does. So good for that. But I, I just. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what part of this is just worth three fifty compared to the original Switch. So I'm sure that there probably is uh, some better connectivity of having it actually in there versus using it, uh, transferring it through a USB. 
Uh, I'm sure that there is some amount because I mean, even down to uh, certain types of controls that you use and stuff like that will give you will give you differences of input delay. So I'm sure that there's there's something with that when it comes to how how crisp the connection can be. Um, I mean, <clears throat> as for as for it being up fifty dollars, you know, I'm see for me, I I wouldn't want to because I have the current switch. I can under I can understand to a degree. I mean, like think about it this way: they sell the they sell the wired LAN port, they the uh, that that USB uh the the LAN adapter. Thank thank you, thank you, me. The no LAN problem. adapter, no help from you, Derek. No problem. The LAN adapter they sell for thirty bucks itself. The adjustable stand is something it's something new, you know. And they're trying to just throw this out as a refresh, as you said, which, well, which we'll we'll touch on we'll touch on that later. But also, the 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 OLED screen, the OLED screen is is uh is the main improvement to this. So. It doesn't have the 4K output that you wanted, but it ha- it's going to have a lot more crisp imaging and a lot more detailed imaging. Yeah, for, so I mean, the real for, sell for point of this is the OLED screen. Right, right but I portable. mean, if, if, yeah, for portable. But if you're going to go, if you're a more portable player, then just buy this, the Switch Lite. That's 150 less than this. Uh, look, uh, the problem, uh, my biggest problem here is, look, yes, it doesn't have 4K. And I'm, I'm fine with that, actually. I've, I've come to grips. I was just hoping for, for beefier specs so games aren't dying on it like breath of the wild which was a launch game it do- really doesn't run that great like it it has a lot of frame dips you know mm-hmm. and this and this this comes out exactly on the same day as as metroid dread yeah. so i wonder if there's going to be a, a bundle room but um, honestly if way. there's a if there's a bundle room like uh, i i wish i had a plane switch to trade it in because i don't want to trade in my smash switch for it but if they had a bundle right. room and they had like a special, they had a, like a special dock, you know, a limited edition switch. Right. Yes. Ooh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, clenching at myself on that one. I mean, now, yeah, you bring up a good point. I would, you know, I'd probably pick up a special. I have a Smash one though. There, I, I don't know what other special edition would come out that really make me want to get it. Maybe Scar- uh, uh, not Scarlet Sword. Um, Twilight Princess. That ever happened? To have a, a deep emotional connection to that game. I'm not sure if I told you why, but I'll, I'll explain it another day. Um, so it's like again for fifty dollars extra. May, like personally, I would have bought this if this was if there was an option to buy this or the base switch. But you know, there's anyone who has a switch, I would recommend to not buy this. I just don't. I don't <laughs> see the point. I really don't. See, like, I, like I, it's great. It's great as OLED. I, I think it's great, but. Uh, for you and me, for example, who play almost entirely on the TV, we're not going to really appreciate it. You do realize we're the minority, though, in that sense. I guess. I mean, you've made. I mean, you've brought up the. You brought up the, some of the statistics yourself, and and I remember we questioned them. We were we were questioning them, but it, but I remember you mentioning that like uh, that like there was a survey, and like seventy three percent of it play uh, people play more in handheld versus uh, versus wired or versus docked. That's true. So, they're, true, so, they're, sure. so with the OLEDs, they're really appealing to the majority versus the minority, which is the smart business decision to do in that case. And honestly, it might even make it might even turn some people who play normally docked to play to play handheld. I don't. I don't think it will because 
like it like the the switch struggle oh, there's a lot of games where it struggles in handheld like a lot of stuff has to get compromised quality wise when you're playing on handheld mm-hmm. unless it's like a nintendo uh, actual nintendo game like smash where you you know they they make their game so well that right right right, right. now think of it this way some of their biggest games like pokemon like metroid well actually, I'm, I'm not gonna say metroid because right now because you know obviously that's the that's their smaller games of their bigger franchises so i'm not gonna really throw it up through the big ones I just thought of it because huh. it was coming out with Metroid Dread. That's fair. But uh, Pokemon. Uh, Breath of the Wild, in this case, does not, does not help them because, like you said, there are a lot of frame dips with it. But they have multiple, Poke- they have multiple Pokemon games. They have multiple, they have multiple uh, smaller studio games. I mean, they have some of their newer stuff, like their newer Zelda games, like, uh, like uh, Link's Awakening and stuff like that. And, a lot, and some of the newer stuff that's coming out more in that form. That stuff is all Nintendo, all very popular, all have a lot of all have a lot of people who are buying it and have and can or can be played in handheld very well. You know, I I played I probably played Pokemon in handheld form like 50/50 versus versus okay. uh, uh I, I versus mean, I would play the entire campaign and and like more than that, I I think I probably played that more more portably because that game was pretty perfect for portable play. Right, and though those are some of the biggest games that Nintendo sells, and now they're going to be coming out Metroid Dread with this, which that's probably going to be that's probably going to be a good handheld one. I'm probably going to play a handheld a lot, especially especially if I had an OLED screen. To be honest, a little a little kind of little little wishing that I could get one, but now nah, I'm not going to go there. And then. uh and then they're gonna have Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl or whatever whatever it's called. And then they're gonna have Arceus. So Yeah, but everyone's worried about every, everyone's worried about Arceus. Are uh, they worried yeah, about like Twitter, frame drops and stuff like that? Oh yeah. I mean I was worried when I first saw it. It looks I mean, that game looked like it was running at twenty frames per second. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I forgot that was like low frame rate. Never mind. Let's scratch Arceus. <laughs> right. I, I mean I, I, I get where you're coming from, I do. And I I guess it, I guess maybe I it just not for me to trade in, but for for people like you express, and also I guess into degree me, if I was back in competitive Smash, it was fun to bring into tournaments and just kind of practice, you know, off, you know, without you know without a uh, being in a qualifying round or whatever. Right. You know, it's just fun to plop it down, and then, and that kickstand's great. Like I, I'm talking about the new switch. Yeah. Like that that kickstand is exactly what it needed, like a uh, service st- style. Where you can kind of adjust the angle that that was heavily needed, like that. I just I don't know. I just feel like I I, I want it a little bit more. I, let's just pretend like you know text uh, the 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 specs don't matter, right? Like let's pretend that we weren't going to get we, we the Switch Pro announcement was never going to happen. I just I think it would be nice if it had one uh, Bluetooth, like when it comes to to audio. I think that would have been nice, where you can have a, a wireless headset. Okay. Instead, instead, it's only controller basically, and maybe better battery. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. No, better Joy Cons. The fact that I actually think it's ridiculous that it's the same Joy Cons. That's that's like it, they're still gonna have drift issues. Yeah, if it's if it's, it's the same Joy Cons, or if they if they didn't try to fix the problem at all, I think Spawn Wave says something about something along the lines of like when the when the new one comes out, he's gonna dissect the he's gonna dissect these Joy Cons to see if they solve the drift problem or not. But so that's something I'm gonna be looking out for because I know Spawn Wave likes to dissect these things if I recall correctly. Could be could be wrong, but 
again, the color looks nice. You know, it, it looks it looks crisp. It's just, it, I don't know. I I I mean, I was on Twitter when when it was announced, and uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm in the minority. But it looked like a lot of people were just not really pleased with it. Yeah, I I I mean, that's also Twitter. Now, here's the thing sure, that sure. here's the thing that I'm that I'm gonna say because there are many times where we had this conversation and where we talked about all this and we, and you were reminding me that this is a mid generation console. It's not a next gen console. It's a mid generation console. How much more stuff do you think that they would really upgrade, especially overhauling? Cause let's be real. Some of the stuff that we were talking about were overhauls, not upgrades. They were overhauls before they call it a next-gen console versus a mid-gen console. And then how much do you miss out if you do an overhaul like that too soon? But There's- it's not too soon. It's been four years. I mean, like, for example, Xbox One and PlayStation 4, Xbox One came out with the Siri, uh, Xbox One X, and then PlayStation came out with PS4 Pro, which which meant was meant to upgrade to 4K playability. That was, I mean, like, for mid-generation, they definitely upped the ante. Like, they made it stronger. They didn't... It wasn't like a like this is basically what they did with the PlayStation and 360 where they came out with slimmer versions, right? Like it was right. You know, it's like, oh, it's smaller, it's more compact and makes less noise. That's how I see this right now. I thought we were done with that. But um, that that quality of life for the Xbox 360 slim was actually really well needed. My brother's Xbox 360 sounded like a jet engine. Well, that's true. I mean, the original 360 had, you know, Red Ring of Death and uh was a taking time bomb. So yeah, it was definitely needed as to this. I mean, <clears throat> so little, I mean, it doesn't look like that much was, I, I mean, in, in that sense, not much was done. Like it, it, it it's going to look prettier and portable, but that's like the main selling point. Cause a 32 gigs of internal storage really isn't a lot. And I mean that like there are games that are 70 gigs plus, I and mean, they're not on the switch, but just in general, like we're getting to a point where it's, you know, incredibly big games because, you know, there, there's these blockbuster games that the Switch apparently will never have. I'm curious so, to see what the average what the average game size is for a Switch game. I mean, uh, it's I have like port- five or six downloaded into my Switch. There, uh, I mean, like, like the like, average Nintendo game comes out to be around eight gigs. Uh, by adding 30, so by adding 32 gigs to it, you're adding an extra four games that you're allowed to, that you're allowed to store, assuming you like, don't have like, a micro SD. There was I, I would always recommend a micro SD, but there's there's games at least I guess I'll call it the base switch now that um like I think it was it was two K. It was one of them where it's like, oh here's the cartridge, but you have to download the rest of the game. Like what the what was the point then? <laughs> I'll just download the game. Cause, yeah, cause there's that's, not enough memory. I would assume itself. that I would just assume that in that case, like the cartridge itself didn't have enough space to like the cartridge took up like let's say thirty gigs of it and now you just have to download the supplementary ten gigs of the game. Yeah, they describe it as the new Nintendo Switch OLED model is a great option for players who want to experience a new vibrant screen when playing handheld and tabletop mode. Um, as I said, with the addition of new model to the Switch family, family systems, people have an additional choice of a system that best fits the game experience they desire, which is Nintendo Switch OLED, Switch, or Switch Lite. I, like, so, like... I just like even even I said I said this before. I just don't think there's even a, a point for the base switch anymore. I was actually about to say, yeah, uh, I'm actually curious to see like how long the price of 350 will last. Like how long will that hold strong? 
And <clears throat> I'm curious to see how this is going to affect the, the price of the base switch. Nintendo's very stubborn, very stubborn when it comes to, to changing the prices. The only time they've done that is when they're in crisis mode, which was, for example, with the 3DS. Like when the 3DS first came out, it was like it was not selling well at all. And then they dropped it by like 100 bucks and then a few really good games came out for it. And it just kind of exploded in popularity. I don't huh. I'm not sure when the Wii U dropped in price. I assume that happened. But like besides those two, GameCube and 64, we uh, I mean, they came out the Wii Mini, but that was just stupid. You know, they never really dropped in price, like, like at least during their like their re- their their life cycle, per se. You know, like once the next generation came out, then they dropped in price, you know, because no one really wanted. Right. But in this case, like if I didn't own a switch and you presented the three options to me, I just don't I don't see the base switch option viable, like competing wise. I'd rather just go and for 50 extra bucks, I get better screen, better battery, uh, you know, better. No, same battery. Is it a screen battery? I thought it was better battery. Uh, no, battery. Battery life is about the same. Ooh. Uh, that's, that's really, that's, that's weak. I would assume, really weak. see, uh, it's weird. Cause I would assume that with the OLEDs that, uh, that it would, uh, it would give you more battery life doing that. I'm not going to lie. And I'm surprised that they didn't opt out or they didn't uh, opt in a uh, different battery of any sort, you know? Uh, yeah. I that's, mean, that's the part that I'm a little disappointed about. I'm a little disappointed that they didn't give you a bit, they didn't give you a bigger battery when they gave you a better screen. That's, that's the main, that's the main thing that I'm disappointed about personally. Well, that might come down to optimization. Maybe they gave a better screen and just kind of stuff, you know, behind the the mechanics of it and just make it run better. And also, it, it appears, I mean, first of all, the the dock itself looks, well, besides crisp and white, it looks more rounded out. Um, the the back of it, which which is nice, they, you can actually remove it. Like, at least, it looks like you can remove it actually really easily. So that way you can just plug in your cords and then, uh, yeah. you know, snap it back. It's not like an plate. annoying flip plate anymore. Right, which was yeah, kind of flimsy. Um, I don't really understand why. If you're looking at the picture, I'm not sure if you are, but like the dock part of it, where you put the switch in, is black, and then the outer part of it is white. Right, but it appears it's got the that black that the, to it. Right, but it, it almost looks like the white is just a shell. But I'm not sure. Like you, you see what I'm saying? Like compared the kind compared from the. And then the back of it. Oh, is that is that true? And it, it, on the back of it, it looks like based on the picture, where like the curve for the wires, it looks like that's actually just a a curvature hole. Like there's a, it doesn't actually cover up the whole thing. It's I'm weird. not. It's a, I'm not sure to be honest. I also I I'm kind of surprised. Or okay, actually no. It, it's cool they gave it sp- better speakers. That's fine. I mean, uh, I'm playing portable. I'd rather listen to my own music. But <clears throat> I, I kind of wish they did something with the the Joy-Con grips, like the controller itself. I don't know. I feel like uh, they kind of missed out on that one. I think it'd have been nice if they had some improvement to it. I don't know. I don't think there are many people were complaining about the controller, uh, the 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 analog and stuff like that themselves. Versus you know, aside from Joy-Con drift. True. That's one of those things that don't fix if it ain't broke, in my opinion. I, I personally like the like the uh, Joy Cons on the Switch, though. So. so, I mean, considering it's coming out on the eighth, you think there's going to be a bundle roof for uh uh for Dread? I hope there's going to be a bundle roof. I kind of I kind of hope so. Uh, if there is, I may 
be dropping part of my tax return, but we don't know yet. I mean, so far it's it's oh, so there there's two colors coming out, which is the black that we know and love, and then there's the the white. The black one has the the blue and red Joy Cons, versus the white. It's just all white everywhere. So I no, I, I, I like that. the white one. I feel like that'll actually contrast with the colors a lot better, especially with the OLED. With the OLED, no, I agree, but. I, I think like if I'm gonna buy another switch, it's gonna be a, a bundaroo, you know. If I if I'm gonna buy another switch, it's gonna be one to, with the custom dock, right? Um. But, so my so my big thing with this that I'm curious about is the choice of sticking to the Tegra, because as we know, Nvidia is closing that closing that down. There's they're, they're stopping that line at the end of this year, and I, right. again, I assume that Nintendo. Bought a bought a crap ton of them, or you know, they probably contracted with a lot of them, or contracted up until the last day, or something like that. But I would assume that they would take the opportunity of the new of uh, releasing a new switch to switch graphics cards. I, I don't know if it's going to be a seamless switch afterwards. I don't know how much they have in storage, but you know, I mean, the graphics cards. I mean, there wasn't too much. There wasn't really anything wrong with the graphics card per se. No, or, I mean, of course, like the their games that is. Right, I won't say there's much I was wrong with it. It's just it like how do I put it? Game, I mean, people still want more out of it because you know games are getting bigger and, and better. But you know, Switch is a portable system; it can only handle so much. And right. uh, I mean, but it's been four years, so I think I, I think it's only kind of fair that could they could have upgraded a little bit. But now, but now the the fear is that like now there's not going to be any Switch uh, Pro Switch because this came out. And I'm kind of in that boat. I can understand why there wouldn't be another, like a Switch Pro, like we thought. Well, if the Switch follows, it starts its own cycle. It follows its own cycle where everyone else is going to still be stuck on, like, the every five years and every 10 years kind of generational Switch and, you know, or, and gen- yeah, generational Switch. And then, like, the Switch itself is going to be following its own timeline with, like, yep, nope, sales are still good. We don't really need anything uh, heavy. So we're just going to change a couple things. Oh, sales drop. Let's, let's invest into a, let's invest into an overhaul. You know, I'm. I don't know. I, I hope. I hope they do fall like an Apple like structure where every game is going to be backwards compatible. They just like kind of progressively come out with every couple of years, you know, an upgraded quote unquote better than this, but you know, upgrade or changing it. Right. But you know, it's. I, I just think it says something that like when like when Breath of the Wild came out that you know it has incredible frame rate issues, and it's it's been for years. And this is coming, like, like the fact that it's coming in October, this, you know, guarantee, almost guarantees that there's not going to be a Switch Pro when, when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. It's going to be, you know, even if it was at the end of 2022, that'd be four Switch models, unless they retire the base Switch, which I, I wouldn't understand, because if there's no Tiger chips anymore, then how are they going to have any of the first three models? That does put them in, in, in a very interesting uh, predicament. At that point, you know, and if they would, if they do retire the base switch and then drop this down to three to the base three hundred after selling this for three fifty for a long time or for you know for like a year or something like that, I almost wonder if they could, uh, if you can do like a uh, like a sellback program with them where they gut the parts of the switch and they use it for the new for for refurbishing and sticking them in in uh, OLEDs and stuff like that for repairs. Like I- I'm sure. Get, you know, like GameStop would let you trade in, you know, and uh, you get you get like two dollars for your base switch to put into a, a newer switch. I, I, you know, 
So like it, it wouldn't need it would have needed a new a new chip to process 4K or even being stronger. But it I would have needed like, a complete overhaul and everything to do that. Well, that, fair, but like I, I think if any of all the specs, I think you just need at least a little bit more RAM. Well, I don't know how much part I gotta figure out how much it is, but I can, I mean just based on what it has now, like you know that plays into the frame rate problem, and. uh I, I think that would have been the cheapest way to like, even if it was like by a gig, which isn't a lot, but it's still something it would help some games out. Yeah. I mean, more Ram and better processing would have helped out. Would have just helped out being more consistent with the frame rates. And I would say that that's probably that that's, that's obviously pretty important when it comes to gaming in general, because obviously none of us like our frame drops, especially when, you know, you get into a very intense moment and you're like trying to shoot your arrow and then an explosion happens. And then you try, then your character does a taunt and then your then the main character goes into a monologue and everything happens simultaneously. And now the arrow's going at 10 frames per second for some reason. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I, I would definitely say that, that I would have liked to see, I would have liked to seen some some processing and stuff like that improvements, just for just to fix the problem of frame drops in certain games and to handle other games better, and the OLED screens and uh, a battery life improvement. I mean, I'm not going to say though that that you shouldn't buy this though, and uh, because I really do think that, especially for the may for like the majority of people that play that that uh it might be worth trading their switch in upgrading especially especially this holiday holiday season. Yeah, you know, I would need to see my- a, a, a a like a comparison when it comes to OLED versus you know base. I I need to see take a, a video. Take a look like- at it for phones. Take a look at it with phones. I've I've seen a lot of comparisons with phones and TVs of OLED versus non OLEDs and OLED is is so crisp, which is why I'm happy that they that the that the upgrade that they chose was OLEDs. Or at least the ones that we heard in the rumors. That's why I was right. really happy about it. You you should take a look at look at uh, screens and look at phones and stuff like that and TVs that are OLED and, versus and can regular. Can you really compare LEDs. a phone to to the Switch though? I feel I mean like yeah, oh because OLED screens is an OLED screen and an LED screen is an LED screen, so you will see the difference with it and the difference of contrast. The reason why OLEDs are so crisp is is the sheer fact that uh that uh, it's twofold uh. The first one is that you're not using light to create blacks or anything like that or dark or darknesses. There is actually just an absence is actually just an absence of the lighting. So you have that dimension. And then there's also not that uh, if I recall there's not a uh, a backlight for the entire for the entire thing which also incre- which also improves that contrast. There's no backlight like there is to an LED screen. So not everything's being lit and you have that you have the actual absence of light to create the blacks. Go on. It's gonna make it look very crisp, and I am excited to see like games like uh, Metroid Dread to go with it. Which honestly, I I think that selling that with Metroid Dread and releasing it on Met- with Metroid Dread, you know, a game that's gonna be mildly dark and a suspenseful game, is actually gonna be really good. Especially because you know Samus suits are normally pretty, pretty colorful. Hot. Oh, yeah, colorful. That's the word I was going to go for, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> and you did it. Uh, true, I didn't. Uh, uh, and also, let's just express that they literally released like they they came out out of nowhere. Like I just woke up and it's like, oh hey, Nintendo's like new Switch 
New Switch guys, let's let's yeah. Let's buy it. Nintendo has <laughs> a really like, weird way of doing stuff like this. I, yeah, I think and, they I think they have plans like, all right, we're gonna release it on this day, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna have this announcement, and then it gets leaked. And they're like, I'll be damned if they're right. <laughs> do it on Tuesday. <laughs> but like well, yeah, hold on a second. E3 was only like a week or two, but you know, early, earlier, right? I feel like if this was only a two-minute long trailer, they could have totally fit it in. I really, I'm, I'm actually surprised with that. I, I thought if we're gonna. Get it's a, a two-minute trailer, but in the sense of E3, then they're gonna, then they have to spend like five to ten minutes talking about it. I, I don't know. Like I they, feel like they, they want to use like, for so other things. Think? I feel like they think this is gonna sell itself versus other things. Well, that no. Well, hold on. I, I'd like to to argue that with they showed off games that were already released slash going to be released in like a week. For example, Mario Golf at the time. True. You know what? You're right. If they got rid of stuff like that, then they would have had time slot for this. Right. So I feel like I I don't know, I feel like like they would have a, a bigger market because actually I'm gonna try and find the uh, the YouTube like how many people have seen it on YouTube because that might give me a better indication. Oh, if I put Switch Pro. I'm just so used to it, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so it's got 2.7 million views. Now we compare that to the E3, their E3, yeah, E3 demonstration, uh, which, damn it, Nintendo, you had to break everything down by video, like like per game. You couldn't just give me once juicy, big video. Uh, wait, nope, nope. All right, yeah, they, they don't have a... I can't find it. I can't find, like, a... Their E3 presentation. I'm sure it's here somewhere, though. If I just believe in myself, I'm sure I can find it. And if I keep talking, I can kind of keep the time going with the stuff by talking. Uh, uh, okay. Killing, All right. So they got it. All right. No, no, no. I found it. Right. No, 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 <laughs> uh, so, wow. Wait, really? Huh. Nintendo's E3 Direct had, had well, at least on YouTube, had 1.6 million. And uh, what I just say for, for 2.4. Switch- 2.4? Yeah, so you just proved yourself wrong. Wow. Damn. Huh. Well, that's what happens when you do research. That's why I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being wrong. Huh. Well, to be, to be fair, though, to be fair, that it was mostly watched on, on Twitch. Like, E3 is mostly, you know, was watched on Twitch and whatnot. So, that's just a YouTube thing. So, I still could be right, but wrong right now. So you're wrong. Anyway, we totally, we, we totally got wrong, then. we totally got monkey pod here. We totally got monkey pod. Everyone, everyone thought it was gonna be Switch Pro, and it wasn't. It's not Pro. It's just like a the OLED model, which I don't know doesn't really sound appealing in terms of like bargaining terms. Like I don't like saying that. Like oh, I got the Switch OLED model, the OLED Switch or OLED. What? The OLED Switch. Eh, I, I don't know. Switch Pro just sounds sexier. It's like the Switch Pro. Yeah, but then they're also copying PlayStation and Sony, and they have a rivalry. All right, the new Nintendo Switch. The new new Switch? Or how about Nintendo Switch Charizard Edition? Yeah. No, they should have called this Nintendo Switch Crisp. Ooh, I like that, actually. Yeah. That's a. You should have called it the Crisp. They need to hire me for marketing. Nintendo, hire me. Uh, so I, uh, you know, so that's that's what we got for the switch. Uh, you should tell us what you guys think anywhere on the internet. Uh, but 
for the last two little stories I wanted to mention. So there's this teenager. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think he, uh, they, they, they name his dad. I don't think he has a name in the article, but he was able to have 1.7 million in revenue during the pandemic by reselling Pokemon cards at game consoles and more. He, he is, he, he's literally flipped Pokemon cards, basically and other video game stuff for 1.7 million, but he only profited 110,000. That's pretty good, actually. Oh no, that, I mean that's that's really good. Yeah, I, I, like, like for example, uh, he, he's literally a poacher, though. Like he literally was able to acquire like a PS5 and Xbox Series X and sold them for eleven hundred each. What? Oh my god! Like, oh, like oh my god! Uh, apparently, he told me to have a really good year next year, but uh, his dad. Uh, he chimed in. He's like, he, he was pretty uncomfortable at first because, you know, he's uh, benefiting from, from a situation created by a health crisis, but concluded that it was permissible because his son only resells luxury goods, not necessities, which is fair in a sense. I mean, when people were hoarding toilet paper, I'm not sure you consider it a necessity, but uh, I think toilet paper is a necessity. There are leaves outside. Yeah, and then once you grab the wrong one. <laughs> I so thought I was getting, getting. I thought I was getting three pieces of toilet paper for the price of one when I when I grabbed that plant, man. It, it, that goes on. It's a real distinction. Uh, this is capitalism, but she's not wrong. Although it does create a bad relationship, at least when when uh, poachers do it, scalpers. You mean scalpers. See, I feel like there's a big. I feel like there's a different uh, like. Uh, I I don't know. It's a hard it's a hard thing to try to distinguish because because a lot of a lot of parameters need to be set on it because a you know the first question we ask is this a necessity is this not a necessity you know and then afterwards you have to say is this a is this a limited market or is this a is this a constantly renewing uh, a constantly renewing market or renewing source you know like for example uh, and then also like am I buying everything. And then hoarding, or am I am I just grabbing one or two, and uh, as opportunity strikes? Because like people who buy, you know, we'll say fifty copies of Metroid Dread when there's a limited when there's a limited number of them, because it is a limited non renewing series or non renewing uh, collectors item, is I feel like is different when it versus like versus uh versus you know so, uh, a certain source being temporarily bottleneck because of a crisis uh, in this case like silicon crisis be it and so certain graphics card couldn't be made and certain and certain uh pieces of consoles couldn't be made because the silicon was going to, was being prioritized for cars and other things versus computers and the silicon and uh with that said now instead of being able to pump out six we'll say uh arbitrarily 1000 xbox series ones or xbox series x's out a day now they're only able to process a hundred makes a big difference it's it stifles it's stifling the market because because the silicon is bottlenecking them and and then that allows people to to do things like that where they're able to pick up a copy because it's not like the it's not like the xbox series x is gonna come out with only 100 ever they're just gonna come out with what they're just gonna resupply 100 at a time as, as much as they can because they want to get as many out there and they can and then eventually when the market's fully flooded then the price is stabilized. Or at least to my understanding. I could be wrong. Welcome to Tengu's Economic 101. Uh, if, you want, if you want tickets uh, to, to a lecture from, from 
uh, Jago over here. You can find them at a Nintangoon slash YouTube slash or reverse that YouTube dot com slash Nintangoons extension uh, five. Uh, yeah, I have a question for him. Uh, where was where did you get your degree? Where did you learn about this? Uh, my credentials come from old school RuneScape. That's where I learned how to market. And that's the show, guys. <laughs> I'm leaving you with the outro because I'm about to cough up my lungs. Alrighty, so you if you enjoyed this little marketing lecture, you should check us out at uh, at Twitter at Nintangoons. You should check us out on Twitch when we're live, Dean Nintangoons. And if you want to listen to us on Apple, Spotify, uh, Podbean, check us out at YouTube. We will be there at Nintangoons once again. The only one that is Dean Nintangoons is Twitch. So with that said. I think that we actually differed on opinions here because I personally I mean, think that the OLED switch is worth it. And Derek, you don't. So hit the button. Do it.